Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. The following podcast contains... Because cursing is becoming more and more common, you will leave with a better knowledge of curse words, and you will be proud that you are well-educated. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you thought I'd be doing a regular episode on a holiday weekend, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is the Friday, May 24th, 2019, story time edition of the show that we just threw together really quick so I could get drunk all week. Stay tuned. Happy Memorial Day, pod friends. This most special of holidays when we commemorate the war dead of this nation by grilling meats, going to beaches, and exposing our pasty white flesh to the first rays of the summer sun. In our nation's capital, thousands of hairy bikers and their meth-cooked old ladies will clog the arteries of the D.C. metro area with their motorcycles festoons with American flags in remembrances of a war the overwhelming majority of which were either too young to fight in or in the remainder did everything they could to stay out of. I'm no better. I'm enjoying my three-day weekend by lazily drinking on my couch while picking cookie crumbs out of my navel, which is why you are not hearing a regular episode of the show but the Storytime Edition. Story times are extended cuts of the little stories I invent to open the show topic by telling you, the listener, about dubious events from my childhood tangentially related to our weekly topic. We hope you enjoy this little tale based on something that actually did happen and a bunch of other stuff that it made up just to be entertaining. So enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Be careful around the grill. Make sure to uh, wear your sunscreen and if you can fit in a few seconds to think about all the people who died in the wars in this nation that we all seem to perpetually be fighting. That would be great. But really, don't stress about it. According to my mother, who has no reason to lie, and really every reason to keep these little stories to herself, I've always been kind of a little attention whore, and one of the ways young boys, or even much older boys, who don't need to drink sip or their whiskey from a sippy cup, but sometimes do, attract such notices are emissions of certain methane byproducts from the digestive tract. We uh, know this is uh, flatus, or the breaking of wind, the passing of gas, or more colloquially, farting. Most of us, if not all of us, learn early on the amusement of letting a beefer slip, usually long before grasping actual language, and we learn it from our father, who learned it from his father and his fathers before him, stretching back in an unbroken line of historical barking spiders and invisible elements, stretching into the dim reaches of human evolution. Somewhere out there, one monkey pulled another monkey's finger and laughed at his butt burp and started the greatest mimetic legacy of the male DNA providers in history. Women, of course, have functioning brain cells, so they're not always as enthused, but sometimes, sometimes, they find the humor in it. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Now look, the only qualification to play butt jazz on the big brown horn is the ability to play it 
and not shit yourself in the process. I mean, who amongst us has not leaned into something we thought was really going to be a booty bomb, only to discover that we had in fact committed a matter splatter? We've all been there, that awkward walk to the bathroom trying not to smear underwear gravy, that slow, deliberate step, the strange posture of the pelvis extended ever so slightly forward, minimizing the ass to underwear contact. It's all really quite recognizable, and we've all done it. As a boy, my preferred method of crop dusting was to wait until everything had grown very quiet, and then I would sound my colonic calliope. And upon completion of said anal exhalation, I would break into giggles so very pleased with myself and the toot that I had produced. In most situations, this would be a mere annoyance to my poor mother who simply had to accept that her only son was probably sweetly retarded, but my penchant for poots and peaceful places extended to locales unaccustomed to such rectal rumblings. And look, I, I don't remember doing this. And the story I'm about to tell is supposed to be true and has been related to me by several witnesses who, for some reason, had it seared indelibly into their memory. But I guess it had to do with my cuteness and just the inappropriateness of it all. But you see, I was this little slip of a lad, no more than three or four, blessed with a big locks of curly reddish blonde hair, cherubic cheeks flushed with a glow of health and mischievous smile marred only by the gentlest gaps in my two front teeth, and I was dressed in my finest Easter attire. I was so adorably cute that large women would frequently smush my entire face into their bountiful bosoms while exclaiming to all the world they could just eat me up, which is actually quite scary to a little kid, but when a fat woman says she's going to eat you, you, you kind of believe it. On this particular Easter Sunday, I'm sitting with my father, my mother, my baby sister, who is no more than a year old. Our extended family had all gathered to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the tiny, stuffy closeness of Mountain View Baptist Church in Etowah, Tennessee. On this Sabbath Sabbath, my own father was called upon to deliver a prayer of thanksgiving and reverence. Because unlike other days of worship, Easter in this particular church was a solemn and above all quiet event. Absent was the joyful noise so commonly associated with a jubilant Southern Baptist tradition. And he rose in this quiet, solemn ceremony. To, and in a strong voice, he enjoined the congregation to bow their heads and close their eyes. And for a long, long moment, he paused. As I said, I remember nothing of this, which is really sad because I'm thinking it might have been the crowning pinnacle of my life, and up to and including every moment that has since transpired. And I would like to think this is what I thought. Wow, got really quiet. No one's looking at me. Mom can't see me. Dad can't see me. Should I? Can I? Yes. Yeah. I have one. Just let me lean to the right. Get a little resonance on the right side. There it is. Let me brace myself against the pew. There is a phenomenon when one releases a thunder from down under against a hard wooden seat. An acoustic amplification which science cannot explain but must, must admit exists. The call of your grundle bundle acquires a resonance far exceeding the source. The friction of cheeks on unyielding wood echoed in the vast empty spaces returning again and again to the source. In short, wood plus ass equals oral mass. 
I had released into the reverent silence of that church something which I can only sum up by quoting George Carlin, the kind of fart that could strip the varnish off a footlocker. It went on for ages. Continental drift is microwave soup compared to the duration of this fart. The amount of butt yodeling emitting from this tiny rectum was nothing short of biblical. And after the glacial epoch, it took the back-end blowout to wind down. The silence in the church was deafening. It was as if every single thing in the universe had stopped making noise and was focused on the tiny boy in the center of the third pew from the front. Where I would usually start giggling in this moment, my ass cheeks stopped quivering. I sat mute in that awful, empty silence. And that is when it started. It started in a place I would never imagine it could start. It started with my mother, who is no prude, but certainly was not the sort of person I would expect to ever laugh at the trouser tuber, and definitely, definitely not when let loose in a church. And she let out this kind of weird pitched whine between whips, lips pressed so tightly together they were bloodless. <laughs> Her shoulders were shaking. Her eyes leaked. Not just from the noxious fumes, but from trying to keep from breaking out laughing. And the wine faded into a series of choking gurgles as she struggled to control the laugh demanding to be released. And I honestly think she would have exploded if she had held that laugh one instant longer. And she broke into peals of belly laughs. And like a shockwave, that laughter spread through the church moments before everyone there was horrified. And now rows upon rows of good Southern Baptists were rolling in the aisles, not from the Holy Spirit, but from a spirit emitted from a hole. It was an Easter miracle. It's the greatest fart story ever told. A revival of the absurd in a tiny church in a tiny town far below the Mason-Dixon. For just a moment... We all felt that spirit, all because one little boy decided he would answer the call of the wild burrito moments before his father started a prayer. Right there, right then, I believed that God had reached down from heaven and pulled my finger. Because God is a guy and sees this humor in firing up the lean bean machine. I'm older now, and I no longer believe in the God of my childhood or a chin church unless I'm being paid to be there. Still, whenever I pass the open doors of a house of worship, the memory of being told this story over and over again by my parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, or of the great fart revival of Mountain View Baptist Church, Easter 1974, it brings a smile to my face, and I, I feel sometimes the call. that I grew up hearing the, the whole thing about you can sometimes hear, hear the Lord calling you. And the Lord is calling me to slip inside, take a seat in the back pews of the service, and wait for that special quiet moment before the prayer begins, and make a joyful noise all over again.
That is it for this week's show, our special story time edition. Thank you all for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy this holiday weekend wherever you are. Rate and review the show wherever you find your podcast so they can all hear my butt toot salutes. All of my brief <laughs> brief beefs can be found on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast, and all of my lit bumps and burners can be found on SoundCloud at the show name and at whatthehellpodcast.com. So for me, Dave Heinous Anus Bledsoe, producer Fragrant Footh Gavin, and all the fictional rectal honkers on this show we want to say it's okay it's okay it's okay it's natural everybody does it we'll see you all next week Methane and carbon dioxide gases are released and sit inside. They have to come out because they must be free of I have no ending for this, so I take a small bow. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.